appreciate that, man. Dude, dude I, I'll, I'll tell you, man, it's been... <laughs> that, that experience was one that I definitely wouldn't want to remove from my life. You know, there was a lot of stuff um, over the course of I think the, the almost four years that I was there that it, it, it goes beyond just life lessons. Like, it taught me so many things, not just about business and what to do and what not to do, but it taught me a lot about myself and, and really helped me establish what lines am I not going to cross. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another show of the Determined Society. I have with me today, guys, another special treat, someone that means a lot to me, someone who's a close friend, and we have grown uh, very close over the last two to three years, and it is someone who I hold in high regard uh, because of his integrity, his love for Christ, and he's outspoken about his faith, which, by the way, um, is not happening enough in his profession, and it's actually sad. There's actually entrepreneurs and online trainers that are losing business and losing uh, following and an audience when they start speaking about their faith. Maybe we'll touch on that today, guys. I don't know if I know this guy, we will probably touch on that a little bit, but I just, I want to take some time and really honor this gentleman um, as a husband, a father. He has a young son named Ryder and two, two boys on the way. Yes. He, his wife is pregnant with twins. Um, they do everything big in that household. They're going from one to three. They went from a Cherokee to a minivan. I want to welcome my boy, um, an amazing online uh, fitness coach and nutrition coach, Triune Fitness, Josh Marciano. What's up, buddy? What's up, brother? Dude, I, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to be on this show, guys. I, I Like Sean said, he and I have... We met a couple years ago, man, and 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 I immediately knew he was one of those guys that I, I needed in my circle, I needed in my life. He's just a, he's a great dude. He's been a great mentor for me through a lot of stuff as, as I've started growing my business. Um, and man, it's 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 been awesome, dude. I'm pumped to be on here, pumped to deliver some value and, and get into some interesting stuff today for sure. Well, bro, it's been a long time coming, right? It's been one of those things where I think in the back of my mind, I know I was like, man, I really got to have Josh on. I mean, it always kind of worked out that I had have you know a trainer on i'm like dang it like now i gotta wait you know like but it just it just really worked out timing wise and you know i really love um your journey and you know we'll, we'll get into it a little bit here in a second but you know i want to rewind you know i immediately when i met you at that um shitty gym in fort myers um that you used to work at um <laughs> you know, the one that ran by Adolf, the, um, the, the thing was, is like, you were a bright, shiny light, uh, in that place. But the problem was, you know, that you had this hard exterior shell that I feel once you exited, it kind of broke away. And then, you know, the real Josh started coming out and I, and I got to tell you, I got to commend you in, in a sense that Nowadays, I can see your heart 100% of the time, whereas back then, to be honest with you, man, it was like 50-50, um, but I still loved you. You're still my guy. Yeah. I saw, I saw who you were, um, but it's just nice to have you, um, you know, living in your truth 24-7, 365. Well, right? I, I appreciate that, man. Dude, dude I, I'll, I'll tell you, man, it's been <laughs> – that, that experience was one that – I definitely wouldn't want to remove from my life. You know, there was a lot of stuff um, over the course of, I think, the, the almost four years that I was there that it, it, it goes beyond just life lessons. Like, it taught me so many things, not just about business and what to do and what not to do, but it taught me a lot about myself and, and really helped me establish what lines am I not going to cross? How, how mm. We all have to sacrifice things when it comes to our job, but... I feel like a lot of people end up sacrificing more and more and more of their morals and their character and stuff just because they're chasing a paycheck or just because they're chasing a raise or, or a promise, you know, given by somebody else. And I had to eventually come to a point where I said, I'm not willing to keep sacrificing anymore myself. <clears throat> I think what you said is, is spot on is, you know, I've always been a pretty charismatic guy. I've always been an outgoing guy. I, I love being energetic around people because I truly believe that energy is contagious. Um, so for me, it, it, I did see a little bit of myself starting to go just in regards to the hours and the schedule. And to be honest with you, just a lot of the soft stuff that was going on 
behind the scenes. Um, you know, we've, we've all been there and it goes beyond just like not having the best boss. It's, um, it just wasn't the best situation. It was kind of draining a, a lot of that passion energy that I had. And when I was able to finally leave, um, I, I got back to being who I was and who I was meant to be. And I think the biggest reason for that was because I felt like God had called me to leave. I, I felt like he had asked me to step into a different frame and dude, every time I don't do what he wants me to do, it doesn't go the way I think. But as soon as I kind of, you know, bat in the hatches and, and roll with it mm -hmm. and execute the plan he has for me, I'm not saying it's easy by any means. It hasn't been, but all of that energy and passion and willingness to overcome things just floods you because you're doing what you're called to do. So that was big for me, man. Man, I, I got to tell you, um, you know, because, you know, you and I have spoke about, you know, not at detail, right? I don't want to get um, his G-string in a bunch, but not in detail. It just, I, I know some of the stuff that, you know, at a high level that was going on, uh, it was very scary, right? Like, you know, it was very scary that exit, you know, it was happiness. Then it was like, you know, someone coming after you for something that you just want to do, yeah. you know? And um, I don't think we should ever, you know, be hindered by our previous leader. Um, but I just got to say, I commend you for digging your heels in and keep going, you know, because a lot of people that don't have the faith that you have and that inner confidence would have just said, okay, the guy has more money than I do. That's clear, right? He's got more money than me too. Congratulations. We can measure penises later. It's fine. Um, but it's more than that, right? Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, most people would have quit. Right. Um, but you didn't. And, you know, so I just, dude, I just want to acknowledge you on air and in front of everybody who's watching uh, on the TV show in front of everybody who's going to listen to it, just an audio format. Like you're, you're the dude, man. And, and I appreciate you. Well, I, I appreciate that, man. I, 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 I don't always think I'm the dude, but I, I can tell you, man, it was, it was just like you said, there were, there were too many, too many red flags, too many things to come up. And I think that there's a difference in perseverance and just kind of being a part of the track. And when I say that, I mean, like you're either part of the train or you're a part of the track. I, I think that, like I said, when you, when it comes to drawing that line, you have to be one to say, is this something I'm going to persevere through? Or am I using that as an excuse to just let somebody continually run me over? Um, Mm -hmm. And, and that, that was really what it came down to, man. I, at the end of the day, I left because I didn't like how some people were being treated. There were multiple things that he got on in the year <laughs> that, that I had just kind of, you know, turned, turned a blind eye to a little bit and I couldn't do it anymore. Um, you know, I, I felt very convicted myself to be putting my face, my name, my reputation that I worked really hard to build along with all of that stuff. So mm -hmm. that was one reason, but dude, the the another big reason was exactly what you said. I will never understand hindering anyone from growth, whether it's with your company, with a different company, with whatever else. And and I've said earlier when I made a, a comment about I learned what not to do. I my one of my goals is to get my business big enough one day to where someone can come up to me and feel comfortable enough to say, "Hey, man, I love what I'm doing for you, and I want to do it on my own." And there's not going to be non competes or non solicits or this. It's going to be what do you need to get it going? How much do you need to get it going? And what do you need from me to make it successful? Because I don't want people to go through what I went through my first year on my yeah. own. It, I just feel yeah. like that's not the mark of a true leader. You know, I want to help yeah. impact somebody's life so they can take care of their family and then they can help impact other people's lives. I think it's how everybody should approach it too. You know, I, that's a very interesting point, Josh, talking about there, there's one specific question you asked in that hypothetical situation that will in, in time happen, mm -hmm. by the way, is not what do you need, but how much do you need? Yeah. That's a leader, right? And, and that, and, and for those of you listening and watching, I want you to really take notice of that question. How much do you need? Right? It's not him stating like, I see an investment opportunity to make money on the back. And it's like, okay, you're starting out. I know how hard it was for me starting out. Right with lack of capital, whatever it is, how can I help you get going? Right? Because you, you're never going to lose clients. You're never going to, um, lose your financial stability if you approach things in that manner. 
But if you look at things in a sense of this guy's leaving me, he he's an a-hole. I'm going to stick it to him in a 20 in, in a 20 something uh, year old girl. Who's amazing, by the way, yeah. sweetest, one of the sweetest girls on the planet. Hi, Lily um, is, is the fact that, you know, that comes around just in the natural, you know, karma can either be the B word or it could be, you know, something of value. I mean, it could, it could, it can come with strong hands or glove hands, mm -hmm. dude. And we control that. So yeah, man, that, that's an important point. And, and I know that one day when you're able to, you know, when someone tries to leave your company, you're going to be like, exactly. Cool. Yeah. What do you need? Let me help. Yeah, you. dude. How much, how many, how many one of the best things that I, I love about you. And to be honest with you, I had never heard anyone say it because I grew up in an extremely, extremely competitive household and it, yeah, dude, you're a winner. Or you're a loser. And don't get me wrong. I, I love my dad to this day. I don't know anyone that works at the level that dude does, but I feel like there was a bit of a sub clause missing that. And I've heard you say multiple times and it's like, dude, not just you has to win. Other people can win. Yeah. Everybody can win. And there's one thing that I've learned in being in, in my, in my field the past year and a half now, there are so many people and there is so much money out there. If you build a scarcity mindset where you think, oh, I have to crush everybody else in order for me to be successful, you have no concept of the actual money that is out there. If that's just what you're mm -hmm. focused on, which usually when people have that mentality, that's what it is. But dude, I I'm in a group with thousands of other online coaches and they're all my competitor. We are Mm -hmm. each other every single day because there's not enough clients for all, like there's too many clients for all of us to go around if that makes sense why do i want to see somebody else lose if my true mission is to help people you know as far as fitness and stuff goes if i want to help people change their lives and build a healthier body and build a bulletproof mindset and all this stuff why am i not going to cheer for somebody else that's doing the same thing just because my logo isn't on their shirt does that make sense Makes perfect sense. I think, I think the big thing is, is we're, we're so caught up in this antiquated approach to competition. Mm -hmm. You know, let's think about it as inspiration. Y'all like allow that individual as long as they're doing things the right way. Now, don't get me wrong. I also have a sub clause. Okay. And I'm going to get to that yeah. because I want to talk about it. Cause one of, one of your talking points is all the, the BS that's peddled on social media. And we're going to get mm -hmm. there. We're going to get there, brother. And we're an audience. You're going to need to put your damn seatbelts on because we're going to get really authentic with it. And as you can already tell, if you haven't watched my show or listened to my show yet, I don't have a filter. Okay. I, I really don't. And I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. You right? shouldn't be. Is Yeah. <laughs> I, I truly believe in looking at others and be like, that dude's an inspiration or she's an inspiration. She's having all this perceived success, but then I also can see if it's real or if it's fake. And if it's real, I'm super happy for those people. Mm -hmm. What drives me bonkers. And again, when I started this show, I started it with nothing. Okay. I'm a medical device sales rep. All right. I, I am a W2 employee. And I used to try to hide it, yeah. but I think there's a story there, right? I do this because this is my true passion. And one day the right person's going to hear my show or see my show and guys, then it's all over, right? It's, this is going to be the thing that I do. I don't know if that's next week, next year, 10 years. I don't know. It's not for me to figure out. It's for me to follow my purpose in which God put that put in bestowed upon me is to do this. This is what I love to do. Yeah. <clears throat> but what drives, so I, I like people winning. What drives me crazy is when I see these shows pop up and they've, they've done 10 episodes and they're announcing they're in the top 1% globally. Like dude, sweetheart, I know how you did it. You bought yeah. it. And if you're okay with that bullshit integrity and get out there and say, I'm a top 1%. Oh my God. I can't believe it. Yeah. I can't either. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Like to be, to be quite honest with you, because, um, I have a lot of listeners. Okay. And I'm top 5% globally. And that changes as more reviews come in. But the bottom line is I haven't shelled out one penny for a fake review, a fake listen, a fake download. And I don't spend thousands of dollars every single month for a podcast promoter to be promoting my stuff. Now, I'm not saying anything's wrong with that, but like there's a time and a place for me. I'm like, and dude, and you know this because you know me personally, you've seen tears well up in my eyes. You've seen the highs and you've seen the lows. I'm that dude that's sitting in the garage hitting off a baseball tee until my hands bleed right now. Yeah, That's where I'm at. I'm not paying for anything. I cut up my own reels. I edit my own show. Mm-hmm. There's some glory in that. And, and that's who you are, too. Well, well and I think it, it goes just beyond the glory. I, I didn't cut you off there, did I? No, no, absolutely not. If you did, so it's a conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it goes so far just beyond glory, man. <clears throat> what you're doing is is it's always going to have something behind it that if you essentially, and what it's like, I, it's the best phrase you can use for it, pay to play, you have mm-hmm. authenticity. That's all there is to it. You have authenticity behind everything you do. As soon as you metaphorically sell your soul and start playing that game, I, I just I, I feel like you, you lose a little bit of that. You and I have talked about this before. Don't get me wrong, guys. Mm-hmm. I would love to have 25, 50, 70, 100,000 followers on any sure. platform. I, I think that's, that's awesome. Um, I'm not paying to play, period. I'm not paying to, to buy the followers. I'm not paying to buy the likes. I don't want to do that because I'll be honest with you. When, when I do get a like, when I do get a comment, when I do get something else, whatever it is, I enjoy the opportunity to be able to connect with somebody personally. And I think that we have lost such sight of what social media is about and it's about social networking I'm not going to mm-hmm. network with 40,000 yeah. bots that I bought just to pimp my profile up a little bit you know I, I want to engage with real people I want real people to know like I'm out here I'm in the corner I'm in the trenches right here with you guys but here's the value that I can add to your life and, I, and like I said Sean I, I think and that's one of the reasons I respect you so much brother is you have a level of authenticity about you that is it, is it going to take you longer than a lot of those people that are paying to play? Probably. It's like the old middle school yeah. attitude. The kids that pay to play are on the field, man. But eventually, talent and potential overtake that. And, and I'm, I, I have to believe in that um, to, to be an optimistic uh, you know, kind of guy. No, and I, and I, and I believe that, dude. And, and dude, like, you know, um, and you'll see, like, with, with the pay to play. That's the industry. There's people, you see all these people on stages. Here's what, here's what nobody knows. They're paying to be on that stage for the opportunity to be in front of all those people and then sell their programs afterwards. So all this media, right? All this bullshit media that you see people in, it's all paid for. Yeah. And, and these are things, and these are things that the reason why I'm speaking about this, because I'm an open book is I've been caught up in this, you know, I, you know, I, I got caught up in when I first started, Oh, I need to buy followers. So, you know, add a service, take care of it. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. It was cool for the ego at the beginning. Like, Oh my God, here I am. Like I'm starting to get a bunch of followers. Um, and I'm not saying all of them are fake. You know, I have a lot of natural traction, but the bottom line is, you know, they can be there, but they don't participate. Yeah. They don't, they don't engage in your content. What really, what really gets me going is knowing that, okay, you know, I've made that mistake. Um, my engagement has dropped, then it goes back up. And I think that there's just so much competition on this platform, any platform now, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, whatever, there's or TikTok. There's billions of users. Mm-hmm. Everybody's making videos now. So if everybody wants to know why their engagements dropped, I hope you're listening to this. It's not because your content sucks. 
It's not because your captions blow. It's not because you don't have stock videos to like make your shit look cool and Houdini like. It's because the moment you push publish or post, so did 5 million other people. Mm-hmm. Like use your heads, guys. Use your heads. Like that's where we're at right now. And the biggest indicator of that was the pandemic. Yeah. People lost their jobs. They had to pivot, right? They're, oh my gosh, I'm going to be an online coach now, right? And then there's some people, and I'm going to shout someone's name out right now. There's someone out there that has made millions and millions and millions of dollars here locally, might, I might add. I don't know if you know Derek Fay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know Derek. He used to own ATC. All of them. He sold it for $51 million, and now he's on this platform, million followers on big stages. Okay, that guy's done something. Yeah. Here in our own backyard. It's like, cool, man, get up there. And and for and for me, if if that guy had to pay to be on a stage with Brad Lee and all these dudes, like that's warranted, in my opinion. Yeah. In my opinion, that's warranted. So big shout out to Derek Fay because, you know, he's done it. Yeah. He's done it. Like, and by the way, when he sold those around the clock fitnesses, what happened? <laughs> what shit started breaking? Um, the, the gym started sucking. Yeah. There's not an around the clock. They just sold out to New York, whatever. They didn't, they're not even 24 hours. Our gym that we go to, I love that gym, but things are starting to break there too. Yeah. You can't even get clean water. It's a, uh, it, the, the gym that we're at now and for, for everybody that doesn't know, it used to be an ATC. Uh, it's been a mm-hmm. different things now, but I think that goes, that just is a testament to ATC Dude, around the clock was on. It was right in that corner by that Publix forever, mm-hmm. and three or four different gyms. Now, don't get me wrong; I love the one that we're currently in, but yeah, it's the same thing. There are certain; it's the little things that slip through the cracks, and it, it immediately my mind never goes to the staff. That's a leadership issue. When you are letting yeah. little things slip through the cracks, it's because you're not handling the little things to set the example for them to want to do it. I get it, dude. Those guys, they're, they're not in the gym. They're not in their, in their own gyms, but maybe what, once a month? But if the integrity of the gym changes, like with like with Derek, from Derek, Derek was a Derek was a freaking genius uh, with mm-hmm. doing, but when the integrity changes, the work ethic changes, and the culture changes, and don't get me wrong, I think the energy and the atmosphere and stuff in our gym now is great, but there's a level of professionalism that is missing. Yeah, I and 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 again, it's going to take somebody like a Derek Fay to come back in and run those gyms yeah. and and for it to be successful, uh, long term, right? Um, we're we're getting in the weeds here. You you mentioned something, and and I want to and I want to cover it. Like when you filled out your your app your not your application, but your form, you know, for the show. So we had some talking points, yeah. um, which I didn't feel we needed. It's just my process. Yeah. So thank you for following it. No. And thank you for really giving a shit, dude, because I want to tell my listeners this, like, and, and my viewers, is, is is this 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 guy here, Josh, my buddy, you know, he, you know, he he's a lot like me, neurotic to to a fault. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, bro, do we need to hop on a call before the show so we can know what direction we're going in? And and me already knowing, you know, my show, obviously, and Josh has listened, he knows my show, but then also knowing my relationship with him, I'm like, yeah, bro, we don't really need to. But but call me later, and he didn't call, so I was like, "Yeah, dude, he's ready. He knows." Yeah. Um, but thank you for caring so much, yeah, man. right? Because there's a lot of individuals, and there's a big fitness guy, big, 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 right? Um, you may remember him at the at the beginning of the pandemic, got shut down, got fined. Mm-hmm. Big beer, yeah. He filled that application to be on my show, yeah. And the responses were, I don't care. Doesn't matter. I don't care. I canceled the show. Yeah. I didn't record. I'm I'm not going to record with people that aren't going to take my show and me seriously because it's personal. I'm building something. So again, thank you. Um back to the topic. Yeah. You had mentioned that your story isn't exceptional. And it's such a Sean French thing to say. Well, well that because I'm humble. that's the humility. The humility. Yeah. Right. But it's also, I think, to be fair, 
an unfair measure of what success looks like. Okay. So, you know, I look at this and, you know, you, you, you've come into this business and, and right away you, you see that there's some gaps in your, in your, you know, in your business and you hired and you joined a group and you hired this guy that, you know, it's $500 a month. And at the time you're only making a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. So you're taking $12,000 for the year and dividing that in half and only bringing in 6,000 You have a wife, ch child, you know, you get two on the way. That first month, what was the result after you did that? I ended up being maybe a couple hundred dollars short of uh, 10K, which is unheard of for me. And it, dude, to be honest with you, it wasn't even a thousand because what I wasn't taking into consideration is the company that I use for all my transactions, they take a cut. And yeah. it was like, I mean, obviously it's still, it was still 900s, but like, I'm not even making a thousand dollars a month. I, I remember when I walked in and I, and I asked my wife, I said, look, I feel strong about this. I feel, I feel like I'm being led in this direction. I want to do this. What do you think? And I can say right now, I, I, you want to talk about gaining respect for your partner and somebody that like, you can tell they believe in you. Um, dude, she was like, let's do it. Like pull the trigger. We'll figure it out. Dude, that to me is like, dude, that, that puffs your chest up, man. It yeah. Destructible dude. The, the person that I, I'm doing life with, is looking at our current situation, which isn't, you can't even say it's not good. It's almost, it's borderline just bad. And she's like, let's roll with it, dude. Um, but man, the, the big thing for me with doing all of that was I, I talked to so many people on a daily basis about investing in their health and investing, you know, into fitness and nutrition and all these things. And I can't, I could not stand the money objection because to me, your, your health is your wealth. Like it's a no brainer. I mm -hmm. felt like there was also a part of me that was like, I can't really connect with these people because I don't understand where they're coming from. Brother, I tell you what, anytime somebody gives me a money objection on a call now and about any of this stuff, I tell them, beat my situation. And I get it. The comparison game is a dangerous game, but let's play it. I, yeah. You are, are making less than $1,000 a month and you decide to invest in something for $500 a month for a year. Then you can tell me, yeah, man, money's just too tight. But until then, you, you, it's just, it, it's, it, and we've had this conversation too. How can I say I'm doing everything I can to accomplish X, Y, or Z? Are you though? Yeah, I remember, I remember, I think, I, I think that was my, those are my exact words yeah. in Panera that day. I'm like, but are you actually, Yeah. like, are you actually doing everything that you need to do in order to be successful? And I mean, we, we were having conversations of like, Hey, you know, like, you know, maybe I just go into construction again. And I remember sitting there and I had a visceral response inside and I didn't show it, or at least I don't think I showed it. Um, I was like, Hey, how can I best support this guy right now? You know? And, and it, for me, it was just listening. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, okay, cool. Well, why don't you think about it? Um, and then I'll help you put your resume together. Yeah. And, um, you know, cause right then I'm thinking you've been in sales this whole time and you're talking about construction, like, bro, you're not ready. You're not ready to leave this industry because you can't even see your resume. Yeah. Right. So I'm thinking, I'm like, well, and then I asked you <laughs> this very pointed question and I hope, and, and for the, and for the audience, um, I asked him this question. First of all, let me back up. He said, I'm going to give it 30 days. <laughs> And, and it was almost fucking comical. I, he goes, I'm going to, that's just like, all right, Josh, I'm going to, you know, work out with you for 30 days. But if I'm not shredded and, you know, and if I can't see the V, then I'm gone. Right. I'm yeah. just sorry. I quit. Um, I said to him, like, what are you really going to find out in 30 days? Yeah. It's going to take you like 90 days to see the true, like, even a little bit of growth. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it hit home. And then your first month you did almost 10 grand. Yeah. So I was wrong. Yeah. Well, dude, it was, it was, well, I mean, you were right, but yeah. dude, it was, uh, yeah, man, it was, I did. I remember sitting there saying, I'm going to give it 30 days. And like, yeah, if, if I have my clients do that, I wouldn't have clients. So 
Um, but yeah, dude, yeah. it was the, the, the first 30 days went, went well. The, the second set of 30 days, you know, I, I think I was, I was five days in and I had already made, um, like I, I can think right around five grand, five days in, dude. And that was like averaging a grand a day. So, and for somebody that has my, my entire family is in education, they, they've always been. Mm -hmm. So again, I respect that level of work. I respect that field. Um, not a very high paying industry. So the idea of no. the idea of ever even making a thousand dollars a day for an entire month, like I would have laughed in your face. So uh, here's, here's what I'm hearing. I'm going to, going to quit in 30 days. And then 45 days later, you've made 15 grand. Yeah. Yeah. What type of response emotionally does that create for you? Dude, I think it's one of, I don't even know if it's necessarily the biggest, the biggest emotional response obviously is it's just gratitude and, and joyful. Like, like, dude, I was, I was losing, I was losing what made me want to do this job. I was so focused on money, 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 money. Got to pay the bills. Got to be successful. Got, I got to have this persona that I put on, on social media of success because why would anybody want to work with a broke trainer? You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I, I, so I think that there was this level of gratitude and satisfaction and wow, this stuff's actually starting to work. But dude, I think it, the biggest thing that that triggered was a internal review, which I think a lot more people need to do on a much more frequent basis. And it was, I, let me think about how I felt in this time frame. Where was my mm -hmm. at? Where, where, how, like, where were my emotions? How do I make sure that I never see that mother trucker again, ever. I never want to feel like that again. I never want to be mm -hmm. in that financial state again. I never want to be just that level of miserable and stressed. So what do I need to do to make sure that, that never happens? And a lot of people, I, they don't do that. It's like, well, I'll just try. You know, we've talked about this. I'll just keep trying. So. Well, you know, I think it's important to understand that because, you know, um, Trying is, is cool, right? It's fine. But if you're not intentional and you don't know how to do something like, dude, your biggest hole or biggest gap in performance, um, was you didn't have a process, yeah. you know, and then we did some onboarding for me and I'm, I'm loving your program. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm thriving in it. And we had a bad week and a half where I tweaked my back cause I'm old, <laughs> but you know, we're yeah. back on. Right. And, um, the thing that I noticed is you have a process and that, and you put me through it and, you know, now I can see why, right it, now to me, it's evident why now you're, you know, 45 days after you're thinking, this is it for me, you, you made 15 grand. It's cause there's something in place. And she, ladies and gentlemen, there's just one part he goes, Send me the pick. Like, what in the fuck is this guy talking about? I don't have time for this shit. I'm sitting there trying to do 500 different things. Like I'm trying to figure out, am I going to relaunch my show? How am I going to relaunch it? I'm starting this new job. I'm like, you know, literally going through onboarding. And this guy's asking me about a picture. I'm like, he's like, did you read the whole thing? I'm like, bro, I read the whole thing. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. all right, yeah. cool. Grass fed butter. If you eat butter. Shut up, man. I got it. I'm ready to roll. Let's just go through this. Oh boy. But then I scroll all the way. I finally read it again. And I'm like, all the way down. I'm like, nothing. I'm like, he wants me to send a picture of his dog. And if the moral of the story is very detail oriented, right? Very process driven, uh, very intentional. And I think that is the biggest shift in your business. Yep. And, and I like it. It was funny. And it, and it, made me look at myself like, okay, you really weren't reading through the whole thing. You thought you had the, you had the whole idea. Yeah. You had the whole idea, but you missed one important step, which is seeing the dog and sending him the picture of the dog, yeah. regardless of how I felt about whether it was a dog or whether it's you guys are going over your calories by 200 or you just didn't make that sales call when you said you're going to, or do the thing with your kids that you said you're going to. Those things compound. Yeah. No. 
and relationship with yourself and others are broken because of those compounding things that you just aren't paying attention to. Dude, the, the point of the dog it isn't, isn't just to kind of be uh, a, a turd. The point of the dog <laughs> is to get people to do exactly what you did. And that's start the question. Okay. He put this picture of a dog in here for me to send to him to see if I've actually read the whole thing. So now I have to do, I have to ask myself, how much am I really invested in this? And that's a big mm -hmm. thing. And I, I'll tell you what, dude, it, it's a big thing for the guys because guys, dude, you, you, most men are attack dogs. You point them in the direction. They don't care about the ins and outs of things. You just point them and say, go, and they go. Women wow. become the very, but it, it's, I don't want to say reserve, but they want to make sure that they are doing everything the perfect way that that kind of becomes a hindrance too. There, there's, there's pros and cons of both, but the point of the dog is to get people to say, dang, all he asked me to do is read through this thing. How invested am I? But I'll tell you what I'm telling you. It kicks in a, a different level for people before they start the program because they know now I, I'm not necessarily watching every single aspect of this and expecting perfection, but I'm going to put everything I have into this. I expect you to do the same. It's, it's exactly what you said about filling out the interview for the podcast. I have this irrational uh, fear is not the right, right word for it, but this irrational anxiety of if I don't, when I do something, if I don't try to do it to the best of my ability, am I going to miss an opportunity? It is, am I going to show that I don't care? Like, like you said, the, the other mm. night, am I going to, you know, not, not deliver the best product, not just of what I do, but of myself to somebody, I would challenge everyone to ask themselves this, have you ever heard somebody say something negative about giving the best that you have with everything you do? Or have you ever heard somebody say anything negative about, eh, maybe, maybe if it's a big thing, I'll, I'll give it all I have. But if it's a little thing, I'll just kind of like, you know, just do what I have to do to get it done. Yeah. I think it's very important for people, um, myself included and you and everybody watching and listening is, Take inventory of where else that might be showing up in your life. To me, that was big. And it's like, where else am I missing? Mm -hmm. You know, and at that point, you got to be careful not to go down a rabbit hole too, right? You got to be careful. You got to be, have the emotional intelligence and, you know, the mental acuity to be go, well, all right, I, I can only do what I can do, right? Don't go in the weeds and be like, oh my God, this is why. I am here and then you're looking at this is why the car I have and oh my God, I could be doing better. That's not what it's for. No, just like guys, small changes, small changes of just being present. I think being present is exactly it, right? That's what it called out for me. It's like, dude, you're not present right now. Like you, you need to be more present and it is difficult. You know, I have three children. You'll soon learn what that's like. Right. And you know, I have a sales career and I have this show and it's like, I'm married and then I have to take care of my own body. And, you know, I'm constantly at war with myself. Right. And it's important to be present because if you're not present, you can't take inventory of how you really feel. No, no, not at all, dude. Dude. I, I think that that brings up a really interesting point. Um, how many people listening to the show, either that, whether they're going to be watching it or whatever, how many of you, look at the blessings in your life and you start to, to, I mean, I'm not saying what well, this is what you did. This is what you did, Sean, but it brought up a good point. How many of you look at a blessing in your life and you start to twist a, something that you should fully show appreciation for. And it starts to turn into an excuse. I see this all the time. I see hmm. moms and dads say, well, my kids or my job or, you know, this, this circumstance in my spouse. And it's like, you have a beautiful spouse. You have, um, incredible healthy kids you have a job where somebody is is giving you pretty much guaranteed income and that's the reason that you can't accomplish going to the gym that's the reason that you can't meal prep on the weekend I, I, i'll just i'll never understand that ever you know it's 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 funny because i'm just pulling up our notes here forgive me you know um you know Turning your blessings into your, your, your adverse situations is never a good way to one, honor the things that you have or the people you love, and then to have more in your life because it's showing you're ungrateful. Yeah. If you're ungrateful ass, you're not going to, you're not going to 
God's not going to bless you with anything more. If you're not happy with what you have, right? Like I look around all the time and I'm thinking like, I, I need to be here, but I'm here. I'm like, wait a second. I look around, look at my house. I look at my children. Like, man, let's, let's be honest, man. Ugly kids are a thing. Yeah. I don't have them. No, no. I don't. I mean, like, it's just, you know, it's amazing to me how gorgeous my kids are. And genetics, so what's that? I said your, your kids are a little, they got on the good side with the genetics. They, they got a division one dad and a, and, a, and a pretty mom. So they got lucky there. I, I think they got a pretty dad too. I'm sorry. Yeah. I said it on air, right? I'm, I'm marginally handsome. And it's just one of those things where, you know, just being grateful for the things that we have. And again, guys, I, I'm not sitting here telling you guys I'm the pillar of gratitude. I, I get in my own shit and, and I struggle with this. And I just think that's because we, we, alike, I cave into societal pressure sometimes. And I think that's also a real thing, Josh. And it brings me to a great point. Let's talk about societal pressure um, in just in nutrition and fitness. Oh boy. It's always, it, it's, it's, oh. Um, so a couple things I want to cover here. The first one I want to cover is why is alcohol the only drug that you have to explain that you're not using? I, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I, I don't know, Sean. I, I don't. I, I, and I know, I know where you're leading to with this, but I, I, I'm anxious to hear your thoughts on it first. What are your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, I think it's because it's legal. It's been legal, right? Um, you know, uh, when you're when you're 15 and you you know your 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 girlfriend's parents are away, you guys have a little party. Someone scores a six pack, and you're sapping on some beers. It's kind of like a societal norm mm -hmm. to enjoy your friends and your family over alcohol and food, right? Yeah. So in America, you attach anything fun and anything depressing to alcohol and food. So you get into these weird eating patterns, right? Having poor relationship with food and alcohol. And I look back at my life and I have a very poor relationship with food. Like, you know, this, like I, like I will binge at times. Like I will, I will binge my, my, one of my best friends, uh, Steven, he's the same way we, and, and, and he is a very successful online fitness coach in great shape. But like, and he openly talks about it. That's why I'm bringing his name up. He almost died. He had to have emergency surgery because he ate too much peanut butter. I mean, it is, it's a thing. I, I know, I know. But like, you know, so for me, when I'm growing up, you know, my, at, at family reunions, there's a ton of food. Mm -hmm. and, and I had a great childhood. You know, like my, my family, like my grandma, my aunt, my great grandparents, amazing. And we go up to Clear Lake, California, every September, the week before Labor Day or the Labor Day weekend, we have a family reunion. Okay. And I'm going somewhere, guys, stay with me. And, you know, all these snacks would be on the, the, the table out in the front, right? In the, in, in the patio. But then the adults would sit in a circle, you know, and they would drink beer all day. Mm -hmm. And we'd have this Diablo dip. We'd have good food. And then they'd throw in the Randy Travis in the gray boom box and the, and the adults would sit out all night and drink and have farting contests. And, you know, it was just ridiculous. Right. And then, you know, Christmas and the holidays were no, there was no different. So I think at a young age, we see this as, as normal. Yeah. So here, here is, here's my, my typical explanation for that. And, and I'm glad you, I'm glad you said what you had to say. My question when it comes to, to the alcohol, the food, the, the stuff that people don't it's, – it's like you said. It, it's not this like insanely frowned upon thing. Obviously, alcoholism and becoming an alcoholic is not something that we celebrate. Um, but why – my question is this. Where is the self-discipline? Because mm. self-discipline, true, true – not even self-discipline. True discipline does not change – whether you're in a setting with other people or whether you are in a setting with yourself. And I think that what people do is they negotiate with themselves so often on a, on a single basis, whether it's just by themselves, it's even worse when they're in a social setting. 
I can tell you right now, I have, I have very little issue going out and having a good time with, with people that I want to be around and not having a single drop of alcohol. Now, I'm not saying mm-hmm. that that's what people should do is cut alcohol out entirely. No, we're not, I'm not going to dive into the, the health effects that alcohol has on sleep and recovery. But if you want to go out mm-hmm. and drink socially, that's fine. But here's my question. Where is the discipline of yourself to say, to, to, to kind of question that? Why do I need this? Why do I need to binge eat this food? And and to be honest with you, I think it's so linked to where we are at in today's society with everyone needs and is just desperately searching for immediate gratification. Mm. I, I, yeah, I like my that. Amazon package is going to take two days. It's not one day delivery anymore. People lose their mind. You know, I, hey, listen, you can't talk about that yet because until you've had your kids in elementary school and it's spirit week and you fucking forgot and you need a shirt in a day, don't, don't, don't talk. But people forget. Dude, what about, <laughs> did we forget about I'm teasing. Walmart, dude, you go down to Walmart and grab uh, those same things. But, hey, but that, hey, bro. That's, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's my point. But then I, I look at it in, <laughs> yeah. in, in so many different areas is like, dude, you'll see people in, in, in marriages too. They, the what's one of the biggest you know no nos people don't talk about in marriage and one of the biggest mistakes you can make as a spouse obviously is if you're not loyal but it all comes down to mm-hmm. you're looking for something that's so immediate and gratification so if we get out of the serious end and we go towards the food end why do i need to eat this whole plate of cookies just because i'm at a family reunion because yeah. i'm looking for immediate gratification i know how it's going to make me feel now i'm not thinking about what it's going to do long term i'm telling you the most successful people i know I'm not just talking about finances, guys. I'm talking about the people I know that are doing financially well and they're doing exceptional in their relationships and they're great moms and great dads and they are fit and healthy people. They are so focused on building a foundation for what is going to benefit them the most in the long run that the short term is almost it's almost non-existent for them. Mm. They don't focus on on what's going to make me feel good now. It, they focus on what's going to make me feel great for the next 10 years. You know, John, I want to thank you for that because I struggle with that with nutrition, right? Like I, there's times where I'll make that, that decision on immediate gratification. I want to taste that sugar. I want to taste that pizza. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, so for me that hits home. So thank you. Now I want to go back to the alcohol real quick. Then I want to shift to a very last topic. Cause we're getting close to the end here. I can talk to you for 17 hours. It wouldn't bother yeah, me. Yeah. Right. You can turn this into Joe Rogan, a Joe Rogan episode. I just yeah. don't, I, I don't have time. I just, I can't. And you don't either. Um, is, um, man, the alcohol, you know, I don't know. And I think it goes deeper than self gratification with alcohol. And I, and I want to, we don't have to take too much time on this, but I just want this to make abundantly clear. I think it's more than that. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree. I, I think people are afraid not to be liked. And if they don't drink alcohol, they're going to be judged and nobody wants to be judged. Everybody wants friends. Nobody wants to be left out of the next invite to Miller's ale house. Cause they're just going to have wings and celery. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Sean, Sean, it's the truth. Let me ask you something. If, yeah. T- t- give me a, give me just think in your mind of a list of like five to 10 of your best friends. You guys are all getting ready to go out. Okay. They say, Hey, Sean, we we're going to go out. We're going to get some drinks. If you tell them, nah, man, I, I can't go out and get drinks. I really got to go home and work out. Are they going to be like, Oh dude, I completely understand that man. Good for you. Go take care of your body. Or do they start giving you crap? No, they're going to call me a little bitch. I'm like, dude, what do you mean? You're going to have to go work out now. It's 8 PM. Don't you work out in the morning? Well, no. what happened to you? Don't, don't punish us because you're bad mistakes. That's what my yeah. friends would say. Dude. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, well, and, I that, mean, like, and think that's think about thing, it, man. man. That's I would say. Yeah. I would say it's the same way with most people. And, and I think that that, that their understanding of, I know this pressure is going to come. I know this is what they're going to say. That doesn't motivate them to make a better decision in that moment. Why, why, why am I going to refuse having a good time? It's like you said, if they're going to look down and, and, and on me and give me crap for it and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, mm-hmm. build a level of self-respect for yourself to where you can say like, who, who cares? Who cares? I, I, I think yeah. I just heard 
um, oh, who was it the other day? I think it, it was the is the guy that owns. I'm not going to use a bunch of names, but it was the guy that owns a bunch of very successful hit jams across the country, and he made a comment about. Mm. Um, and I'll tell you what, I don't always agree with everything he says. I don't necessarily like the approach he takes to it, but what he said has validity behind it. And, you know, people will give you, people will jump at pulling you into situations that don't make you better. Like, like, why would you go home and work out when you can come and drink with us? But it's mm-hmm. very rare that somebody goes, dude, you don't need to come out and drink. you like, you need to go home and work out. You're committed to a goal. I respect that. Go do what you got to do. And that's tough. Yeah, it is tough. And, and dude, I know who you're talking about. And it just reminded me I haven't dropped the episode yet. But nope. um, that's pretty, it's, it's so funny. Like, I don't know, dude. I, I don't I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, but I, I agree with you, man. If someone would have told me that, I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, go work out. You know, we're going to push back a half an hour. You know, we're going to go before you. You meet up. Come get some food. You're gonna have to eat after workout anyway. Don't drink. Who cares? We just want you there. Yeah. Um, you know, but but again, higher level of maturity. You know, I don't judge my friend's worth based on if they ingest alcohol or not. No. I think it's I think it's a stupid way to go. I, I also want everybody to understand it's also, you know, equally destructive to make it your whole life. Like, you know, if, if you have a fitness goal, like I've done 75 hard many times. And all it did was distance me from my family because my full-time job was working out, doing my nutrition, reading books, doing all this kind of stuff. When I'm not saying those things are bad, but I'm saying like when I can't go to the beach because I'm afraid to miss my work because I'm going to fail day, day 15, like how is that controlling my life? Dude, that, you know, it's not. Yeah. The, I, I, um, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm just saying that's just kind of how I, you know, sometimes my mind goes back to it. Like, oh, I could do it again. You know, maybe I just go for a walk at night. Mm-hmm. But it's more than that. It, it's not, it, it's it's more than just the second workout. It is, to me, um, it it brings out this perfection complex that turns me into an absolute monster and I can't stand yeah. him. I, I don't like that dude. Yeah. Dude, things like 25 hard, I feel like they're effective for an incredibly small populace of people. Um mm-hmm. I'm not saying that somebody that isn't, that isn't, you know, formally lazy and doesn't have a high work ethic, can't do 75 R 75 hard and do well with it. I'm just saying, if you look at the people that do it, it's typically very driven people. Um, but I can tell you, Sean, that's the biggest mistake that 95% of people make when it comes to their fitness and nutrition journey is the zero to a hundred approach. I have to go not working out, not meal prepping, not counting calories or macros or taking care of my body, whatever it is. I have to just completely flip everything. I have to be working out five to six days a week. I have to know every single ounce of everything that's going into my body. And if I miss a workout, you know, to, to, to have a date night with my wife, then I'm a loser and I'm not chasing my goals the way I should. That's it's, it's dumb. And it's, yeah, it, it turns into deprecation. Yeah. Man. Well, you know, and for the record, you've done it and you had amazing results. And I remember when you came out and you're like, Guys, you don't need it. I'm like, oh, no, you didn't. But I'm thinking about it. I'm like, dude, yeah, he's right. Yeah, that, you don't. That was another That was another message to uh, take that post down because, you know, we don't want to insult anybody's role models. But, but dude, yeah. man, is – Oh, yeah, especially mini Andy. You don't want to piss him. Yeah, out. I know, dude. But, I, like, look, I, I respect I respect, <laughs> I respect where Andy's coming from with that program. I respect – Sure. Do. Like, you're not going to do 75 hard and – just get worse in all these areas. You might not not get better in every area, which I, that was the thing that I, I discovered from it. But here was my biggest thing with that. And this is the, the biggest bit of advice that I would give anybody that, that's thinking about getting their life together as regards to their health is what is it about 75 hard that you think you need to, in order to be successful? And I see people that have done that have lost weight and gained it back or, or been consistent and lost the consistency. And they're like, well, I need to do 75 hard to get back into it. Okay. This is the issue, though. You are relying on a program mm-hmm. give you a level of confidence to think that you have the worthiness to accomplish something rather than go, I have everything that I need to be successful. It just comes down to me making the decision to do it. Yeah, you're just I mean, we're getting into external anchors now. Right. And that's another topic, right, in which I covered um, on my last episode with Brian uh, Bogert, who's a good buddy of mine. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's so good. Um, but I mean, that's the thing, right? Um, 
I do want to touch on another topic. I mean, we're 53 minutes in right now. Yeah. Let's just round out the hour um, and, and do this. And by the way, this is the lo- probably, I think, my longest show that I've that I've had. Um, and, and I'm here for it. And I love it. I feel like we've been here for five minutes. Yeah. Um, is, is simply this. Um, man, these, these, these assholes, uh, they, they're, let me back up real quick. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Audience, what are we talking sorry. about here? I have to get this thought out because it just hit There's- me. I, if, if you guys haven't figured it out by now, by listening to me over the last three years, you know I have a very high level of ADHD. All right. So leave me alone. All right. I see a butterfly and I'm gone. 75 hard is a lead magnet to first form. 100%. And he is a freaking genius. Oh. There's nothing, dude, I have nothing negative to say about the real Andy Frisella. Yeah. The big one, the big tall one. Yeah. Um, the actual one. Um, he's amazing. Like the 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 genius behind 75 hard drives people to first form and it has exploded his brain. Yeah. And it's almost comical when these um you know network marketing companies feel like I keep losing the first form and I can't figure out why. I'm like, are you watching? Yeah. Like, are you watching? Like, he has literally captivated the whole country and people in Canada because of his marketing skills. He is a genius. Andy, I love you, man. Great program. Great lead magnet. Phenomenal business plan. Yeah. I had to say that. No, I, dude, I agree. You want to, you, I think you want to know what 75 hard has done for, has done more than anything else I've seen. It's built a cultural movement. Yes. has built a group of people that just want to be the, what, what it is. They want to be a, a group mm-hmm. of hard-nosed mother truckers that have a level of discipline that's legitimately unheard of. And I do that. I can say right now, I, I respect that. There's Go ahead. something I want to make sure that I, I say is I have nothing against the 75 hard program. I just, I don't think it is the most successful program out there, but dude, I ran 75 hard and I can tell you right now, I was I was six and a half seven percent body fat down in seventy five days. Bro, you you look like a freaking you look like my TRX. Dude, it, like you were you were menacing. It was that that was that was I that, I think that was one of the best physiques that I've ever built. Um, but so yeah, it's it's not. I, I will not tell you that it's not effective for sure. No, it's effective. Um, I got down to one hundred and seventy nine pounds. Jeez, dude. I was probably doing like 30,000 steps a day though. I mean, I, I mean, you gotta think I was running five miles every day yeah. and now I can't run at all. Hmm. I wonder why. Yeah. Um, so the, the last topic, and I think I, I really want the audience to hear this because it's something that you and I talk about. And we kind of make fun of all the time is these assholes talking about these specialty diets like uh carnivore or keto. Uh, keto sucks. Dude. I just posted it yesterday. I, I j- did you? Yeah, I did. Um, bro, I I literally I I can't stand them. I'm, I'm gonna be with you. Um, and here here's the funny part. <clears throat> I struggled. I, I I struggled for a while to grow my following on social media, and then I started like there's a couple people I follow because I like some things they say, but they get radical with stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, a, a big one is, and I can use his subtitle because people know who it is. Carnivore MD. I'm not gonna use his real name, but he's a he's a smart guy. Um, he, he's a, he's a doctor. He's, 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 I think he's a psychiatrist, I believe, but he has come out of nowhere, probably the past, I would say seven to 10 years, um, mm-hmm. with this, um, as a nutrition expert. And here's my issue is there was a post he made the other day, completely, completely demonizing spinach because spinach is high in oxalates and, and it, it, not to get into the sciencey side of things, but like oxalates obviously aren't the best thing for you, but our body produces them naturally. But these guys, what you're talking about, the fad diets, they will take one thing, and this is what I said in my video, and they will absolutely hone in on that one thing to discredit any other diet. Like like the mm-hmm. vegetarians do it with meat. Well, red meat causes cancer and it kills you. There's no legitimate um, statistical evidence that's launched, that's really uh, like it can be portrayed across multiple case studies that shows that it's wrong. But it's the same thing with carnivores. Is carnivores will tell you, well, vegetables and all of these things and the oxalates and linoleic acid and defense chemicals are what's killing you. And it's like, if you're predisposed to that kind of thing, yeah. 
But what you're saying, it drives me up a wall because what what pissed me off the most about the post about spinach was that like third comment down was somebody saying, well, if spinach isn't good anymore, then I just give up. That is the problem with these. Mm -hmm. You take somebody that's eating McDonald's and Taco Bell and Burger King every day, and I'm switching to a spinach salad and a spinach wrap and this, and they see that post. Why wouldn't I just go back to eat McDonald's? And if this is bad too, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, I think the, the big thing around these fad diets, like whole 30, uh, keto carnivore, whatever it, it, they're, they're all successful because you're depleting your system of something, mm -hmm. right? Like with carnivore, you're, you're working on calories, fats, and proteins. Mm -hmm. And as long, and everybody knows, as long as you hit your, your calories and your protein for the day, you're going to look good. Yeah. But if you deplete yourself of carbohydrates, you're going to flatten out very quickly. Yeah. Right. All that water is gone. But the moment you eat a carbohydrate, you're cooked. Um, you're just going to blow back up because you're going to binge it yeah. because you've been depleted for so long. But the one common denominator in all these fad diets is people are just looking to do something quickly. Yeah. It's fat. It's, it's, it's fast results, dude. That's all it is. But again, that goes with the immediate gratification thing we talked about. Dude, yeah. for anybody listening, if you want to know the legitimacy behind all these diets, all of them, what all of them collectively have in common, keto, paleo, carnivore, uh, animal-based, vegan, vegetarian, here is what they all do that will get you results. They are removing a lot of the processed food from your diet, the chips, the pretzels, the donuts, the stuff that's loaded with stuff that just, it, 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 it's, they're all in, uh, inflammatories. They're all removing those processed foods and they're putting you in a calorie deficit. Guys, you have to try to not lose weight and burn fat with those two things going on. You're going to tell me that you're going to remove the things that bloat me and then you're also going to deprive me of an energy source so that my body has to start burning more, more and more frequently. That's the magic pill behind all of it, guys. They all have it in common. Here is where I, I, would, I would challenge you to start to look at the legitimacy of these programs is... I did uh, borderline carnivore, but it was really animal-based for a year for my bulk. I have been a, in, in, in cellar health my entire life. My blood work has always come back with flying colors. My liver enzymes were up. My kidney uh, numbers were up. My cholesterol was a 159, my LDL, which is not good. Um, my ASC, my ALT, which, which that's, that's – the numbers mm -hmm. were up. Because nobody talks about, well, well what, does, what do these diets look like in a surplus? It's all what I said. You're depriving people of calories and you're removing the bull crap from their diet. That's, that's, that's any successful diet. Yeah. I, I think the important thing y'all is to understand one very important point that Josh is talking about. And if you have any questions, his contact information is going to be in my show notes. You can go on my Instagram and find coach Josh Marciano um, and, and, and indulge in his content and connect with him and hell hire him, right? You know, hire him as your coach. I mean, listen, if you want someone that's going to give it to you straight, he's one of those dudes. But the thing is, you're gonna have to understand is he's talking about one thing, calorie deficit. Mm. And he's going to put you in a calorie deficit too, but he's going to do it a very natural way. Right. Um, I remember the first week on his program, I said, Josh, I, I can't eat anymore. This is, this is brutal. You know, I'm taking in 230 grams of protein right now. That's a lot. You know, and I think one of my comments was like, bro, where are my carbs? <laughs> He's like, well, you're an endomorph, dude. Like, that's where we're going. I'm like 115 carbohydrates a day. Like, what are you trying to do to me? And the reality is my fats are to a level, you know, my proteins to a level that's keeping me satiated. Mm -hmm. Right. And so there's plenty, there's plenty more ways more than one way to skin a cat as we've always understood, but just understand one thing when you're looking to, you know, create habits to get in better physical condition, better mental capacity or whatever it is you're doing because your fitness level and your nutrition is going to aid that mental capacity is just make small improvements and be in a calorie deficit mm -hmm. and prioritize protein. Yeah. Um, you do that for six months. Um, you're going to be very pleased with yourself. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah. So we'll shoot dude. Um, real quick. You have a program that people can, um, 
you know, get into if they're looking to try you out a little bit. I don't know if you're doing it anymore. Do you still doing the 21 day um, kind of intro thing or you have you shit can? I am, dude. I am. So I, I'm actually, cool. I'll, I'll actually, it, it's tough. I think I'm going to have a 14, uh, 14 day free challenge that I'm going to run year round. I'm actually getting ready to announce that uh, probably today. Uh, but I'll probably run that year round just because it, it allows people to kind of slide into the program and see what it's like, mm-hmm. get a taste for it um and whatnot but um that that would be my best bet for people uh, or my best recommendation for people is because look i get it i understand it's it's anything like anything else it can make you hesitant when you start to make that journey but i promise you guys it's and sean you you can attest this too when you start to build a a healthy and fit body when you walk into the room there's a different level of respect for you it's not this meathead obsessed with himself or herself approach anymore there's a you you become a status symbol because mm-hmm. the only way for them to have built that body is through hard work sacrifice determination and that is that's it that's it that's it um and i would push that. well said man well said so guys, um, hit them up, check them out, enroll in a free 14 day program. Um, I'm always going to allow my guests to plug their stuff, especially this man, Josh, dude, it's been a great, great pleasure. We are an hour and five minutes in oh, and, uh, Hey bro, it was meant to be. I love you, dude. Thank you for being such an amazing friend and such a steward of your industry. Um, until next time guys, Josh, thanks again. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Appreciate you, brother. Have a blessed day, man.